Welcome to Grace Notes. Our topic for today is how to succeed at the most important job of your life. To begin the discussion, let's consider the questions we might ask when offered a job. One of the first ones might be, am I qualified? Another is, will I enjoy the work and the location? How about will I like the boss and the people I work with? What about the pay? Taking on a new job can be a life-changing experience. With this in mind, let's take you to our host, Barbara Sandbeck, who will expound on our topic. Whether we realize it or not, when we're accepted into God's kingdom through faith in Jesus, we are automatically given a job, the most important one we'll ever be asked to do. After we receive Jesus Christ as our Savior, our life is changed. God now lives inside us through the person of the Holy Spirit. Because of this, we are qualified to work for the Lord. With the Holy Spirit's guidance and God's Word, the Bible, we can learn what our job description is and how to please our Father, who is our spiritual boss, so to speak. We are called to work both solo as well as with other believers at times so we can cover the territory, the entire world. Big task, huh? But listen, we are working for Almighty God, who gives us all we need to do the job. Philippians 2.13 says, It is God who works in you to will and to act according to His good purposes. And we can ask the Lord for help. As the Apostle Paul did in Hebrews 13.21, he prayed, May the God of peace, who through the blood of the eternal covenant brought back from the dead our Lord Jesus, that great shepherd of the sheep, equip you with everything good for doing his will. And may he work in us what is pleasing to him, through Jesus Christ, to whom be glory forever and ever. Our job description is to be a witness wherever we go. Webster defines a witness as one who furnishes evidence, one who publicly affirms religious faith, and or one who is called on to testify. 1 Peter 3.15 defines how this can be done. In your hearts set apart Christ as Lord. Always be prepared to give an answer to everyone who asks you to give the reason for the hope that you have. Colossians 4, 5 through 6 also says, Be wise in the way you act toward outsiders. Make the most of every opportunity. Let your conversation be always full of grace, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how to answer everyone. I have to commend my husband Dale in this. He works in a trade to help support our ministry, and most every workday he stops in at a gas station for coffee. The other day, the lady who stocks the coffee said she'd been feeling ill and needed to start thinking about the hereafter. She said he looked like a peaceful person and wanted him to talk with her about it. This is First Peter 3.15 in action. His godlike demeanor caused someone to notice a distinct difference in him and be curious enough to ask what made him that way. He was ready, and he gave her the answer for his hope, Jesus. From these verses, it appears that proper communication is paramount in successfully achieving our task of being a witness. When we set our hearts and minds on things above, right words and actions will follow. Philippians two fourteen through 16a instructs us in this area. It says, Do everything without complaining or arguing. 
so that you may become blameless and pure children of God without fault in a crooked and depraved generation in which you shine like stars in the universe as you hold out the word of life. We are to represent the Lord well. If you have Christ as your Savior, you have hope, not only for the future, but to live out the day with peace and joy in your heart. You, too, can be an effective witness. There is a candle in every soul, some brightly burning, some dark and cold. There is a spirit who brings a fire, ignites a candle, and makes his own.
before Jesus ascended to heaven, he told his disciples in John 15:26 that he was sending the Counselor, the Spirit of Truth, who goes out from the Father, and that he would testify about him. The first part of Acts 1.8 says, You will receive power after that the Holy Ghost has come upon you. You see, the Holy Spirit will testify through us. We are prophets, foretellers of the wonderful saving power we have experienced. That's what a witness truly is, one who has experienced or seen something. Acts 10.43 reads, all the prophets testify about him, that everyone who believes in him receives forgiveness of sins through his name. If we're saved, there will be evidence of it. Second Corinthians 5.17-20 says, If anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. The old has gone, the new has come. All this is from God, who reconciled us to himself through Christ and gave us the ministry of reconciliation that God was reconciling the world to himself in Christ, not counting men's sins against them. And he has committed to us the message of reconciliation. We are therefore Christ's ambassadors, as though God were making his appeal through us. Are you concerned with a big title? In Christ's workforce, you are an ambassador. Doesn't get much better than that. We communicate not only with words, but also with our actions, which often speak louder than our words. Therefore, we need to follow God's instructions for proper behavior listed in Ephesians 5, 8 through 11. You were once darkness, but now you are light in the Lord. Live as children of light, for the fruit of light consists in all goodness, righteousness, and truth. And find out what pleases the Lord. Have nothing to do with the fruitless deeds of darkness, but rather expose them. Romans 8.8 8 says that those controlled by the sinful nature cannot please God. Verse 15 of Ephesians 5 continues, Be very careful, then, how you live, not as unwise, but as wise, making the most of every opportunity, because the days are evil. Therefore, do not be foolish, but understand what the Lord's will is. Do not get drunk on wine, which leads to debauchery, that is, seduction from virtue, duty, or allegiance. Instead, be filled with the Spirit. The glory we lost when we sinned against God is now inside us through the presence of the Holy Spirit. We can and should proclaim the Lord's glory as a testimony of the wonderful change in us.
been listening to Grace Notes. If you've been blessed by this ministry, please write and tell us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Falston, Maryland, 21047, or email us through our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. We'll continue with the topic, How to Please Your Boss. Until then, let your grace notes be a song of praise. Praise.